Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. And those close to Aaron Rodgers now starting to talk more and more. You're getting different takes. People talking about him being conflicted and more. You'll hear from a former teammate of his in a couple of seconds here about exactly that, about that situation in Green Bay. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin. Yeah. Alan Hunt in for Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Yeah, rock out. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Something about you guys James singing Steel. Metallica that just has me off right now. Like, I'm, that's oh, James. That's who that was, Metallica? Yeah. That was Metallica, yeah. yeah. I just felt like I was at a, back in college or something, walking through. A lot of, a lot of Metallica James Steele is our producer. I'm sure. It's well, mid-90s, yeah. Metallica, huge in the mid-90s. But it's, the black it's, not even, album. it's just the music. I don't know who the group. I mean, yeah. I know who the group is, but I don't know. Enter the music. Sandman. Everybody that knows sports knows Enter Sandman, though. That song, that's Mo Rivera coming out for the ninth inning. I don't know. Mosh pits, baby. Let's do I it. I mean, I know who that is, you but do, I don't you know. Ever, you ever been in a mosh pit? Uh, I went to one at a Kanye concert, and I was like, this is probably not the right thing yeah. for Kanye me to be concert, involved mosh pit, in. not quite, not quite the same. But it, just, it, you know, was, like, it was, it was, it was hype level aggressive. Hype level? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just. Lower extremities. That I didn't yeah, want no, to no, compromise that's the, myself. Definitely not a place for. <laughs> yeah, is that like real party, like crazy or something? It was. It was it like it, I felt like there were multiple fights happening within the mosque. But they weren't. That that those aren't really fights, though. That's the thing. But see, it's I don't. Really I don't rock fight. out. Like I don't know. I'm not trying. No. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. It's do not that. a place for me either. I'm like, I always have to try something outside once. in the box watching the mosh pit. Yeah. Let's be honest about it. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, that, that, I, that, that part's definitely true. But, but you know, James, we were talking with him yesterday about how he, you know, what is his quiet music? It's probably, you know, the S&M album for Metallica, which is when they played with the San Francisco James Orchestra. Steele, our producer, yesterday I was outside listening to Sade. I asked you. I was like, James, have you ever rocked Sade. out with Sade? He's like, Wait, is that Sade? What is that? He thought it was, he like, thought it was a what, type of wine. He thought it was a drink. I'm like, what? You, you think Sade. Sade is a drink? Sitting here with a, a drink with a glass of Sade. <sighs> Smooth. Yeah, which actually sounds on, really James? appetizing, but yeah, no. Sade is a different kind of listen, but it's But James, just from music. a profiling standpoint. <laughs> oh, don't profile. I'm profiling. <laughs> I'm a profiling. Does he look it's okay like okay if a guy, you say it first? <laughs> does it look like a guy who would listen to Sade? No, but it doesn't mean you can't does no. look does he knowing him and his personality, <laughs> does he look like a guy who would sit at home? With a damn Why glass is he of doing wine, Pulp Fiction Samuel L. Sade. <laughs> no, he does not. Think about it. Yeah, play that. See, oh, put some now. candles he on. He does not. Give I'm me sorry. A, give me a glass of red wine. I, Let mm-hmm. me just chill out and be a grown-ass Sunset. man, Key. Play this. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean that James is not a grown-ass man. It just I means know, that when you have mm-hmm. a beard this big and you working on keyboards and you working stuff, he's not a Sade guy. But everybody needs like chill music. Yeah, everybody but needs his chill music is that he just played. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how is that chilling that's you chill. out? That's not giving you any chill. That's Actually, giving you though, all the thrill. No, no, no. There no. is some stuff. Like, no, again, chill. they did stuff with the San Francisco, believe it or not, Symphony Orchestra. It's amazing. I believe you. And it really is good. And they have a couple of songs that aren't quite mellow, but for them, mellow enough that you could see. see. Just imagine Key walking into a room. This? Like, Key would have his mm. green eyes. You know, Key always talks about green eyes. <laughs> you imagine Key walking green eyes. What else, Key? The hair? Are you going to do the blonde hair? No, I don't need no, to do No, just the green eyes. Cool. Your skin tone with the green eyes. Yeah, I got nice skin. I don't even worry about that. I don't need to see no dermatologist. Not at all. Let's go. It's a Let's show of nice skin. Keyshawn J. Will Zoom coming to you live from Seaport District. You're Pier just 17. so arrogant. Brought to you by Chase. So as we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, and now, as we said, like, when are guys going to start speaking for him publicly? What are they hearing? What are they saying? All that stuff. Here's James Jones, who... 
uh, who was a, a, a teammate of his with the Packers on, in the NFL Network, who he thinks the situation in Green Bay isn't quite completely over. Listen. This is not him. He's not a guy that's going to go out there and leak all this stuff and say he wants out of there and be giving all this stuff to the media. He, that's never been him. And A.J. knows. A.J.'s been around him a long time, spent a lot of time with him. That's not him. So whoever leaked this or whoever's coming out saying that, as a friend of Aaron Rodgers, I can say that it's not him. And it, it's never been him to do anything like that, you know. So when the organization side of it comes into place and you talk about, you know, him and the GM and the head coach working together, I think it's fixable. I think they'll be able to get that stuff done. Now the reference to AJ is AJ Hawk. What, what fixable is this fixable? He, all right, Key, how do you fix it? If you were in green Bay, if you were one of the owners, if you, whatever it is, how do you fix this? If it's fixable, you know, I, I try to have a deep conversation. I really would just try to have a deep conversation with him to understand, we try to understand where he's coming from and get him to understand why we did certain things the way we did them. Um, and I also am sitting here trying to pay you a lot of money. <laughs> I'm trying to pay you a lot of money, and we really need you. I'm begging you to take a lot of money. <laughs> right. I'm Think begging, about that for I'm a minute. I'm begging you to take a lot of but money. But how bad does the situation have to be for even the money and the guarantees? Like, nah, I'm all set. But if it's really bad, that means that something really bad happened. It can't be you hurt my feelings because we didn't communicate. Mm. Now, if that's it, we have to really have a deep conversation. We really need to sit down. Me, you, your agent, your fiance. We all need to sit in a room. Family business. Yeah. We need to sit down and have a conversation. Because if it's lack of communication, let's figure out how we can get on the same bridge together. Well, see, let's this is where see I'll kick it off. Do it. Family business, wholeheartedly agree with Key. I can't meet you all the way, but it starts off with four words. What do you want? Tell me what you want. And then I'll tell you if I can meet you or try to get there or get yeah. somewhere close. Yeah. What do you want? What now, you they've want? met separately, right? Three different Three occasions. Different but separately. You head don't think coach, they, general manager, president. And no one asked that? No, they, he communicated apparently. What that communication is, Alan, we don't know. But apparently he had some dialogue and communication with them as far as whatever his concerns were. And they know it. And they probably are trying to figure out how to – address those concerns, whatever those concerns are. I mean, it's like it's, it might be too late to go get players, right? I mean, yeah. you start going to get players and doing all this, and he still isn't happy in the situation. What do you do? I just don't – like for me to be extremely upset at you, you've really had to do something to mm -hmm. piss me off. Yep. Like once I get there – Point of no return? Oh, yeah. I, I ain't yeah. got no problem with that. They say ESPN. I'll go sleep in a box before I let you just do me. <laughs> Let's grab some calls here. Um, let's see. Let's go with uh, I know you're real. Drew in Maryland. Hey, Drew. Hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing today? Good. Happy Friday. Thank Happy you, Friday. sir. Yeah, so just uh, commenting on Aaron Rodgers, you know, going back to what you guys were saying earlier about franchise quarterbacks and serviceable quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers kind of fits right in between those two. He's, you know, that guy, he's, he's won a Super Bowl, but he's a reigning MVP, and he's on a team that just can't get it done at the end of the season. So I believe that defenses do win Super Bowls, 
and defenses do get you to the playoffs into the regular season and get you the right spot to fit uh, to get home f- field advantage and, and to to get yourself in a good position to win playoff games. However, we're talking about serviceable quarterbacks. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers currently is a serviceable quarterback because he and his the coaching staff. They just don't get along, and they can't get well, the job done. I mean, Drew. But then you have Drew. I got to let you, you go. Have, I, I got to let you go off that because saying Aaron Rodgers is a serviceable quarterback, and they're twenty-six and six in the last two seasons. He's thrown over four thousand yards in both years. In fact, for the last five years, there's nothing serviceable about an MVP. I got to hear. I got to be honest. No, as soon as I heard Aaron Rodgers and serviceable, I tuned out. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I thought he was gonna go somewhere else. But Aaron yeah, Rodgers I did too. Is, That's why I let it Aaron happen. Aaron Rodgers for a minute. is not serviceable, but I can get to the playoffs and trust him to be serviceable. And when he needs to make that throw. I'm okay. But then they clearly didn't trust him because on fourth down. Well, that was a knucklehead decision. Yeah. By I mean, they, they, that offense kind of was stalling later in that game, but you still got to try to ride that horse all the way to the end, and they decided you not know, to. You know, the serviceable stuff is hilarious to me because you, you, you take the franchise quarterback and you take serviceable and you try and put them together, and it makes it seem as though franchise quarterbacks – can't be serviceable. serviceable. That's a, yeah. But that's, that's not true, because if even if you go back to, even if you go back to a Hall of Fame quarterback in Peyton Manning, when they beat the New Orleans Saints in the rain, I mean they lost to the Saints in the rain. When they beat, who the hell did they beat? Who did the Colts beat? Whoever they beat in the in the Super Bowl, his first Super Bowl that he won against the Colts in, in, in Indianapolis, Chicago. That's who it was. He. Didn't have big numbers. He dinked and dunked to the backs. He didn't make any glaring mistakes. That was serviceable. But you they know gave him the MVP. They gave him the MVP. But you know what it is, okay? Well, when you think franchise, it, it's name recognition. Like the star power that comes along with that, too. I understand. But think about right? it. When he beat the Chicago Bears, I was sitting here thinking about just different quarterbacks. When he beat the mm-hmm. Chicago Bears, look at his numbers. Look at what they did offensively. Chicago played a cover two shell, which means that the corners are at, at, at basically at the line of scrimmage. They drop out to a certain degree. The backs come out. He drop it to the backs. The backs get six, seven, eight yards. Boom. Move the chains. Let's go again. That's serviceable. He wasn't hitting Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison on those 80-yard bombs. I will say this, that you do have to have a certain level of intellect to be serviceable. To that point. Yes. Where I recognize it. Yes. I know I don't have to do too much. Yes. I'm just going to do this, and we're going to win. It's strategy. It's 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 sticking to it. It's not doing too much. It's recognizing that. But at the same time, that. I'm not putting Joe Flacco and Peyton Manning in the well, same again, sentence. It's, it's, but it's, I'll it's, take it's, that it's all day long. I'm not doing that. So how much, or Nick Foles. I'll take it all day long. A okay. conversation we certainly will continue. So how much are you willing to bet on the NBA favorites to win the championship? We're going to hmm. play a little game next. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. And the Lakers play tonight against the Trailblazers, 10 Eastern on ESPN. And when you wake up on Saturday morning, you could look at the standings and the Lakers could be in the 7-10 bracket all you know of what, a sudden. You know what this is setting up for? Neither the Lakers nor the Nets winning it, but the Philadelphia 76ers. Like, like this, would this it's be that setting year? it up for Philly. Well, well, that's interesting you say that because – set you up for a heartbreak where they think they're going to win it, then all of a sudden <laughs> it doesn't Philly happen. heartbreak. Listen to Mike Breen, the voice of the NBA. He was on my show, Barton Hahn, and he discussed that there was really more than just one or two teams that can win it this year. If you go to the West, Phoenix and Utah absolutely have a chance to win the whole thing. Um, because I think the Clippers and the Lakers have kind of come back down to earth a little bit for various reasons. Circumstances of this season are part of that. I think Denver has a chance to win the whole thing. So right there, that's five teams in the West. And in the East, um, I think all three at the top have a legitimate chance to win the whole thing, Uh, Philly, uh, Brooklyn, and Milwaukee. But I think those eight teams um, have what it takes, if healthy, to win the whole thing. Eight teams when healthy being, of course, the caveat. You guys want to play a game? Sure. Absolutely. I think it's a good time in the morning for a game. Let's play a game. Let's call this house money. I'm going to give everybody 20 bucks. I know. I'm a big spender. 20 bucks, and you can put. Yeah, why are you only getting 20, though? Well, what do you want me to give you? 100? Would you like 100? 20 just keeps the math easier. Okay, let's do 20. Like 20 bucks, all right? So we each get 20, and you could spend it any way you want. Put your money down to win the championship on any team in the NBA. You could put all of it down on one. You could break it up on different teams. Should I guess, Key, where you're going with your 20? I, You know, yeah, you should guess. Take a guess. You're putting all 20 all on, 20 the, on Lakers. the Lakers. I'm not putting all 20 on the Lakers. Smart. No, you're not. No. All right, well, Smart. I'm proud of you. Did you do you you already have your I know division gonna, yet? I'm right, gonna go. put fifteen on the Lakers. Jeez. And five on the Clippers. Come on, man. So it's coming out of LA no matter what. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm doing that. 15 I'm and doing five. that. I can't we'll see you. how your money is. I'm doing is that. I can't. Now we got the odds. I I, I think the and latest. I'm not even odds. a Clipper fan, but I'm doing that. Uh, Jay, give us your how are you breaking it down? I want to find the odds so we can see just what Keyshawn will win or lose. I got I got eight dollars on the seventy sixers. Eight, okay. I got eight dollars in the Seventy Sixers. I got, I got five dollars on the Lakers. Still okay. giving them hope. That's fine. Right, right. That's good. All right. I got four on the Utah Jazz. Look at you just spreading it out. That's you're you're basically saying a lot of teams have a chance here. Yeah, well, a lot of teams do. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So what I had. Four, you, you I got, got three. I, got, I go three left on the on the Nets. And say, so what do you got Man, on the you're Nets? You're only putting three dollars on the Nets. Mm-hmm. So you don't believe in the Nets anymore. I believe I, I believe in the Nets, but as of right now, man, it's just right, not the playing Nets, well. Nets are plus two hundred right now. This is the latest from William Hill Caesars. They're plus two hundred. Lakers plus three seventy five. Clippers plus five fifty. Jazz plus seven fifty. Bucks also seven fifty. Sixers plus twelve hundred. Suns sixteen hundred. That's why I took the seven right. Sixers. I, I'm gonna get a big return. Them, them, them three at the top. I jump in front with Philly. Bump down Utah and the Bucks. I just can't mess with Giannis like that. But here, here's here's my thing. If you're dealing with injuries, 
with both the Nets and the Lakers. Well, it's, yeah, Don't lose. get it. Like Utah and well, what Phoenix you know are right good now. teams. But what you know right now, now that's all where you're putting your money. So you know about the injuries. You know about LeBron and AD. You yeah. know about that's what I'm saying. You know, what everybody. I believe and I think and I'm hoping <laughs> – <laughs> Damn. I believe, I believe, think, and I'm hoping, and, and I'm hope. praying, and I'm kneeling on please. that the injuries <laughs> are just something for now. That's what I'm, I'm – like, I, 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 I don't see a high ankle sprain as an injury for now. Which who, – who's high ankle sprain? LeBron. That's a great question. we got, like, two ankles going, one with LeBron and potentially one with AD, and who's going to play tonight. It's his, it's his, it's his uh, neck and his back. May play tonight. So, when right. I look at that, I'm hoping, praying – that LeBron is just kind of nursing the injury so he could get back, whether it's six seed or play in, that he will just be fine. That's what I'm hoping. And I'm hoping the thing with AD just happened to be a, a shock to his system when he rolled his ankle last night and jammed his back. And just everything locked and up. And everything locked up, that that just happened yesterday, and that's pretty much it. That's what I'm hoping. You see, I have a lot more – I, I should flip that. I should put five on the Nets and then three on the Lakers because I have a lot more confidence in the Nets getting back You changing your bet? Yeah, I'd like right. to change that. Three on the Lakers. Because just the health-wise for the Nets getting James on Harden Nets. back is a lot better. Yes, your eyebrows are good. I see you keep going like that with your eyebrows. Mm-hmm. They look, they look So clean. that means you're putting more money down on the Jazz. I'm just – man, it's coming out of the West because they play like a team. And I don't know if LeBron – I don't know if he's going to be at full health or coming out of that ankle. I don't know about AD – and I understand the Clippers look good, but sometimes I'm like, eh. Let me ask you this, though, Jay. And, and, and it may be crazy for me to ask, but I'm going to ask it. When you get off that bus, though, and you walk into that Staples Center, and you see AD, you see LeBron, you see the bench, and you see everything up in the Raptors, does that, a team like a Utah, does that somehow make them think, oh, man, we we can't. No, like this team, I think man, it's the LeBron. opposite. I think right now for the Lakers, considering, like, think about, it, like, LeBron James, King James, won a championship last year, got AD to come to L.A., forced his way out of New Orleans, right? I think teams like Utah and Phoenix, the way they think, that underdog mentality, they smell blood in the water, like sharks coming into the Staples Center. Yeah. Like, oh, I want that. Get, let me get this I pelt. Want, let me let get, me get that. this I'm going to run through you. Yep. Because everybody doubts him. But we they be- can't run through us to the seven-game series like that. We not – this is not – But a, you're hurt, Key. Yeah, but we're going to get healthy. Yeah, but you know you what, You don't though? have too long to get healthy, brother. Yeah, yeah. Magic Johnson's not walking through that door. No, I mean, you don't have – you have You're still playing this high, Laker team with but, that bench. But, injuries we, compounding but for all it. we know, that dude is healthy. For all we know. Who? King James. For all we know. It, it could be. For he, all we know. He could be. I'm not betting. When I say healthy – If he is, he'd be playing tonight. Yeah, not necessarily. Really? So we're okay. You think he wants a, between a week off and playing in a, a winner-take-all game? He'd rather take the right. He'd okay, so here, here's what I'm, I'm gonna say. take tonight off instead. What, what, what no, I, I need to win this game tonight. Coach, what I'll say, Coach, is when I say healthy, healthy enough to play tonight if I needed to, but I don't want to reaggravate it. I'd rather take you the time. To. I'd rather take the time to continue to heal. But here's but the if crazy. it was. Dire need, I can play. That's here's, what I'm when I Here's say the crazy healthy. thing with a high oh, ankle okay, sprain. Even if you take another week after you re-aggravated it, re what? Like for, I know I can't even say re aggravated. It just takes one kick. It takes one no, kick, it man. Ooh, it, it takes hurt. one tweak. Ooh, look hurts. at it. Look what happened to AD. Shooting a contested jump shot, 
backing away. Yeah, that was clumsy. That that yeah. the Be back more of, of an his athlete, hill AD. literally hit the bottom of the scores table, sprained it. Yeah. Like that's how easy it would be for LeBron to re-aggravate his ankle. I agree. Does anybody that care about where I'm putting my money? No, I would love to know. Fifteen. Not on, on the, the Knicks. Knicks. I bet you don't put I any money not, on the Knicks. No, why would I do that? They're not ready that's for your this. squad. Yeah, but they're not ready for this. I'm putting ten bucks on the Nets. Okay. Ten of the twenties going on the Nets. Okay. All right. It's setting up for them. I will put five on the Lakers because of LeBron James and that factor. Three on the Clippers, and I'll give the Jazz two bucks just because as a team. So you only have one team out of the East. Yes. Yeah, I don't believe in anyone beating them. Just okay. I don't see it. Yeah. Can I tell you why I believe in Philly? I just think Philly has the right matchups. I would love to see it. The right I think matchups it would be a physical series could be fun. I'm just saying. Matisse Thibault, Ben Simmons. Who do I trust in a big spot? Ben Simmons to make a shot, Embiid no, to make a shot, but or KD, no. Kyrie, oh, I, oh, I agree, but I still think with all those guys and having, like, it, it's not, KD is fine, his rhythm, but still, like, KD was just injured last year. Yeah, but KD got James, I, I, KD's, though, I, I hear you, I'm just telling I'm giving you all the facts so you can make your own assessment. James Harden has that hamstring. Like, he's been out for a minute. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why he's been out for a minute. I think this is a good investment. But, he, but could, <laughs> let me ask you this, though. He's been out for a minute, but you could, could just it be? ask me. Well, I don't want to. I said, let me ask you. I like saying that. Just it, it, it prefaces. <laughs> why do you ask a question before you ask a question? Just ask the question. Guys, Whatever. The little things it's that you guys say. But this dude's always trying to bully me. It makes no sense. <laughs> ridiculous. Don't label me as the bully. <laughs> He's just trying to edit you. That's all. It's like anyway, that's unnecessary phrase. Like it doesn't. Let me that. ask you this though. So <laughs> be more efficient. Then he does If it you <laughs> are James Harden and you have a hamstring injury and you still got the knot in there and it's maybe a smaller or whatever. You, why wouldn't you just milk it? Until, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, why not? Because my thing is, like, you, you, you do want to find some – and this is what makes me think it's more serious than what we're hearing. Yes. As I'm – you think about this, Key. Like, as you're getting ready for the playoffs, like, you want to ramp up. You just don't want to come into the playoffs cold but he, but, and but, fly and be like, oh, now I'm he's here. Shown, he's shown me, and I think he's shown you and other people, that I can be in a fat suit in Houston and look like a, a, a just gross – and then I come to Brooklyn and I'm getting buckets after buckets after buckets when I really wasn't doing nothing in Houston before I got traded. True. So why couldn't he do the same thing? Because he seems like he's a light switch guy like KD and Kyrie to me. What I mean by a light switch guy, he could just go boom, boom, turn on the light switch and go. Uh, but I, I, I just would like to see that because the last game he played was April 5th. April 5th yeah, was the last so game he he's did, played. So what he, he played did, five minutes. So five minutes. Did, so what he did from Houston to to Brooklyn doesn't convince you? No, because he was still working out. He was working this summer. <laughs> I mean, look, he, he put on weight because he got up. But, but this, he just looked bad. I, I know he looked bad, but I'm telling you, this summer, him, KD, and Kyrie were balling yep. every day no, no, in LA. Every day in LA. Training. So my thing that. is, like, yeah, he's training now to a degree, but you have a month off like before – the playoffs. I don't know. I just I, I go through this in football. I go through this in football with people all the time. Guys like that, I just and I was one of those type of players, and I've watched guys that could just turn on the light switch anytime they want to. I and understand. I think and I think watching KD and watching Kyrie and as well as James Harden, and you know them more than I do, and you know basketball way better than me, it just seemed like they light switch guys. I agree with you. They are, but chemistry matters. 
chemistry matters. Familiarity I matters. This is what so I like, how much familiarity no, no. do they need? But don't you think? No, they, like, no I'm but, on the same like, page. But it's been enough. seven games though. They but played let's together. Check this out though. But hang on, hang on. We, we, this is a conversation we we can certainly get back to. This is the fun part though about this season. You got to admit is that it is kind of feels more open. There isn't oh, that yeah. given winner, and there's all different caveats to everybody who you think can win it. So. We'll play this game with you, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. If I gave you 20 bucks, where are you putting your money uh, on the contenders in the NBA? Keyshawn, J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Tuck yourself in with host Nate Burleson and guests Justin Fields, Najee Harris, and Jamar Chase in the new Progressive YouTube series up all night. The conversation is honest, the beds are small, the read is weird, and the snuggle is real. I'm uncomfortable. Watch every episode of Up All Night exclusively on YouTube.com slash Progressive. All right, someone who's played with Aaron Rodgers tells us how Green Bay can fix this quarterback mess. That is after SportsCenter. Take the bet. Ronda moves to his left off of a couple of screens. Driving left, whip it to the near side corner. It's a three for Beverly, and it's good. Patrick Beverly from downtown. The rain keeps falling, and it's 89-65, L.A. in front of L.A. That was the call on AM570 L.A. Sports. As the Clippers beat the Lakers, 118-94. The Lakers lose the game. They also lose Anthony Davis again. They lose by 24, but Davis was ruled out in the second half because of back spasms. They're already without LeBron James, and now they've lost seven of their last nine. They are now 37-29 and on the season. That's the same record as the Trailblazers, who they play tonight, 10 o'clock Eastern on ESPN. And a loss for the Lakers would drop them to seventh in the West. In the East, the Nets, they've dropped four straight. That's a season high, a 113-109 loss to the Mavericks. That's despite a season high 45 points from Kyrie Irving. James Harden missed his 16th straight game. The Nets, they returned to the court Saturday in Denver looking to end the losing streak. In baseball, Albert Pujols out from the Angels. They designated him for assignment on Thursday. He's 41 years old. He was hitting 198 through his first 92 plate appearances this season. He becomes a free agent for only the second time in his 21-year career. He's fifth in Major League Baseball history with 667 career home runs. Sports Center brought to you by Nature Valley. Feel the joy of a sunny day. Find the freedom of an open field and taste the crunch. From 100% whole grain oats, stay outside longer with Nature Valley Oats and Honey Crunchy Granola Bars. We're better outside. Oh, my man, that's Bart real, Scott. How about that take? Talk, <laughs> How about that take from Bart Scott? I'll stay home and get fat on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do that. Jeff Saturday joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. ESPN NFL analyst, also a former teammate with Aaron Rodgers. Carolina Blue. <laughs> Super Bowl champion as yeah. well. Jeez. Yeah, Carolina. <laughs> well, uh, Jeff, first of all, good morning. Second of all, <laughs> I don't know if you – did you hear Bart Scott at the very beginning there as his take? All right, then I'll just get fat and you'll have to pay me. What – how do you feel about that? Is that a strategy love, for Aaron Rodgers? I love Bart. Talk about, hey, talk about being retired without letting them know you're retired. You know, my hammy's bad, my yeah. calf hurts, oh, yeah. whatever it is. I, 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 love, I love Bart, man. Listen, when you, when you think about Aaron Rodgers, though, whatever you believe about him, that part to me is not going to happen. This guy wants to compete. He still wants to play. He knows he's in the prime of his career coming off an MVP season. He's not going to, you know, he, he's, he's got enough cachet in the game. He's not going to go at that way. But I do love Bart's point about he could pull that move and give him the old hammy or calf 
and, and get a little cash and watch the team flounder, that would be uh, – he might sit back and enjoy it for a moment, but I don't think that's a long-term solution. Jeff, what, what move is he going to pull then? Is he going to stay at home? If they don't trade him, is he going <clears> to <throat> cave and come in because he's going to feel sorry for his teammates? Tell me what he's going to do. Yeah, man, listen, I, I, think, I think he's going to play. I, I think from the Packers' perspective – uh, they got to make this happen. And I think the only way they make that happen is giving him an extension. Going back to him, uh, basically publicly eating crow for the draft pick, you know, of Jordan Love a couple years ago without acknowledging or, or, or letting Aaron know uh, before they were going to pull that move and just saying, hey, listen, we're going to ride with Aaron another three, four, whatever the contract length needs to be. Uh, I think that's the solution to the problem. And I've said this many times. I think this is the easiest contract in the NFL at this moment, right? You have a guy, you're right in the, in the thick of it. You've been in the uh, NFC Championship game the last two years. You can get over the hump here, but you're only going to get over it with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think Jordan Love comes in and leads this team anywhere near what Aaron Rodgers can do. So I think it's in, in the best interest of both parties to get it done. I think the olive branch has to be extended from Green Bay. And I don't mean sending coaches and people to go talk to you, you know, kind of the Jerry Maguire, right? Show me the money, and then, and then we'll talk about all the rest of it on the back end. Jeff, you play with this organization. How much of the lack of communication that existed between executives and Aaron Rodgers is due also to not having a single owner that can establish a relationship with a guy like Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I, I don't know, Jay, that I go to the owner, but – this. I'll tell you, this is a relationship business. I don't care what anybody says about any business. It all starts with relationship. And it was striking to me that they didn't let Aaron know what was going to happen, uh, you know, before it happened. And, and they've just handled this terribly from an organizational standpoint, right, is, is they've kind of just dug in here, whether it was Murphy or LaFleur or, you know, Brian, I mean, whoever, they, they, they've all kind of dug in last year before Aaron had the season he had. Had this been handled differently, had there been more relationship-type conversations that, 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 you know, surfaced during the season last year, I don't think we're at this point. I, I think – They've kind of done this to themselves, Jay. Like, like you, can't, you can't treat players this way, especially franchise-driving players. And Aaron is probably one of the five who would, I would categorize in that, in that conversation. So when you're talking about his ability, he defines the franchise. You know, he's been there for however long, and he still has five years plus, in my opinion, of being at the top of his game. Why cause this stir? It just, uh, again, it makes no sense to me. But they have to repair the relationship side. I don't know that I go to a single owner. I think all three, you know, head coach, Murphy, you know, GM, they've all played a part in this, and they all need to play a part in getting this thing corrected. Jeff, with all that that you just said, right, all the, 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 the last year, not getting players, not building. When you look at it, you play with Aaron Rodgers, you play with Peyton Manning, and you look at Peyton goes to Denver, he wins a Super Bowl. Tom Brady now goes down yeah. to Tampa Bay, and right or wrong, he's bringing Gronk with him, whether it was his idea or, or the general manager's idea. A.B.'s there with him. They, they get Leonard Fournette. They essentially built something around him to be successful. Do you think this is playing a part of Aaron Rodgers' frustration and decision to say, you know what, man, I'm sick and tired of this. I'm going to just sit tight for now? 
Yeah, I absolutely do. And, and here's the thing, Key, you bring up a great point. I, I think the one thing that people overlook in Denver and in Tampa for both uh, Brady and for Manning is the defenses they were going into were, were top defenses, right? Is, is that those teams were being carried. You know, when you look at Tampa two years ago with Jameis Winston, man, they're, they're, a, they're a 500 team with 30 turnovers at one position. And next thing you know, you bring Tom Brady in and the whole thing flourishes and it looks like a thing of beauty. For, for Denver, it was no different, right? Von Miller was hot, man. He was making all these plays defensively. And when you like, look at what the, the Broncos offense had to do, that would be the type of solution that, that Aaron would want if he's going to bounce teams. The truth is the Green Bay Packers give him the best opportunity because they're right at the cusp. And he knows the organization. He knows where they are. You just got to find your way to get back to this. Again, offensively, you can build around him and he will bring you points. The problem is, do you have a defense like Todd Bowles had in Tampa for Bruce Arians that Brady can just come in and play a role and get this team going? That's the same thing that Aaron would look for that both Brady and Manning have. That's tough to do, Key. You and I both know, right? I mean, you look at a team like Chicago. They have a really good defense. You talk about San Francisco who just trade away all their stuff. That's another good fit, but it's not as easy as those two guys have made it look. I think from Aaron's perspective, he would have to find the perfect environment. Green Bay, without, without leveraging an entire franchise, ain't just going to let this guy walk out the door. You and I both know they, they'd prefer to watch him sit than give him away like that. Yes, sir. Jeff, great stuff. I know we'll see you more on Get Up a little bit later on this morning. Thanks so much for your time. All right, Jeff. Appreciate you, fellas. All right, Jeff. You got it, brother. I just had to laugh, though, the Bart Scott thing even made him laugh, you know, the <laughs> idea of that. Oh, I got a hamstring. I, I can't. I, I can't play now. You'd like if you really wanted to, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. That definitely happens. That's oh you'll yeah, be, exactly. You'll just be surprised. It's like, oh, oh, okay. You gonna act like that with me? Yeah. You know my big toe hurts. <laughs> I had a dude who had a pinky injury. A pinky injury set out a month. A month. I, I had a pinky to, injury. Uh, yeah, that's. I'm not gonna name that's the petty. player. I'm not gonna name the player because I just <laughs> wouldn't do that. But I had to talk a dude off the ledge one time from doing that. I'm like, hey, come on, man, this is about us. No, Key, man, they, no, man, they not going to talk to me and treat me like that. That dude ain't better than me that's playing in front of me. I'm like, you're going to get your snaps. What are you doing? There's nothing wrong with you. I just was with you last night in the damn club. You know, it's just like, yeah. But it's when it gets to that point and you don't want to lose money, they can't take money away if you're injured. So mm -hmm. that could happen. And that's certainly James Harden tried that. No doubt about it. That was Jeff Saturday, by the way, on the Goodyear hotline. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. And we've got your calls on Aaron Rodgers and several other topics that we have had so far on the show. That's coming up next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Completely unnecessary to add that at the very that, end there. That's and not true. I you get a lot of grief on a daily basis. Yeah, right. I, I do get that. But I do appreciate Stop. the socks, though, man. Special for me. They keep telling me about this water ice stuff on the East Coast. I got ice that turned into water. But that's not Thank really you. what it is. It's the same you. thing, man. It's like a snow cone. Stop it. It's ice with flavored, colored, mm-hmm. flavored Right, and it cools you sugar. off. It's nice. It's a snow cone. And they call it water ice. It's a snow cone. Lies, is it, lies, lies, and more lies. All right, is it ice with, and water, right? So it's, it's water ice. It's ice. Yeah. And they put the little color flavor stuff. Yeah. That's a snow cone. Flavored water just on call it, it, and now you just cone. not the same thing, bro. A little different. Okay, all right, whatever. I'm gonna no, bring you some. Don't worry. Gonna, yeah, how how you once bring, we get to summertime. You bring me some ice all the way from Philly. <laughs> I've already Man, we got calls to get a bunch to. of it. We so got we can get to the call. So it's cool. yeah. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight eight seven two nine three seven seven six. So uh, the NBA is on ESPN Radio. So you got Sunday, the Celtics and the Heat. Presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 12.30 Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. That's an important game in the standings, certainly as well. Hey, and on ESPN Daily, Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. Have you heard? Hear whether Packers fans are turning on him and what might happen next. That's on ESPN Daily. Listen on your favorite podcast app. So we got some calls. Let's get to them. Let's go to Wes in Jacksonville. Wes. Good morning, guys. How are you guys doing this morning? We're good. So uh, what I have to say about Aaron Rodgers and the organization is, you know, they're paying him for his services. Um, Should they have let him know they were drafting a quarterback? Absolutely. Um, He's been wanting help around him. I think they're a couple pieces away from getting to the next level, maybe winning another ring. But uh, at the end of the day, I do really think they should have let him let him know, you know, they're going to get this kid to sit behind them and learn from one of the best. And they didn't, like you guys have been saying, you know, I think they should sit down, have a talk with him, you know, and make him the highest paid quarterback ever. He's that good. Um, yeah. Thank you, Wes. I mean, that's going to happen anyway. All that stuff saying, they're trying to do, but the money's going to happen. That, that, if he goes back to Green Bay or wherever he goes, that, that's going to happen. Paid, I've been yeah. saying that from day one that, by the time the season kicks off in September, he'll have a whole bunch of money in his bank account. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to worry about that. And it's not so much, and I know we all continue to harp on Jordan Love, Jordan Love, Jordan Love. No, it's communication. Those are the main issues. Communication. It's third down. Okay, we're going to fourth down. You never communicated with me that we were getting ready to kick a field goal. That's a communication. You never communicated with me. We were not taking another position, but instead we're going to take a quarterback. You never communicated that with me. Involve me in the conversation. Even if I don't respond, Whatever just involve it is. me in it's the conversation. communication. Yeah. I didn't know based on what we were doing in the red zone, so I decided to do this on third down because I automatically assumed I thought we were, getting another we're going down. to get another down. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell me, Coach LaFleur, that – you were going to kick a field goal. Had you told me you were going to kick a field goal, 
maybe I do something different. Yeah. It's all communication. Yeah, and I still say in that instance, we've seen Tom Brady, we've seen others turn to the sideline and go, no, right, and have that quick – hey, no, 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 let's do this. Well, I'm going to run this play. And then the, usually the OC or head coach goes, all right, I got you. you no, know, it's not as simple. But that as, never happened. Not, it was Aaron Rodgers just walked off the field. Well, it's not as simple as that. It's more about they probably have already told them we got two plays here. Yeah. We're gonna, we got two plays. Right. Here's what we're going to do. Oh, if you get it, great. If you don't, well, let's think about it. You know, and so yeah, no, I understand. there's yeah, communication right. yeah. that's going on, but it's communication. Yeah. It's not as simple as we like to – as as analysts or or guys that are calling games, the first thing we try and do is predict what they're thinking and what they're saying. And if you haven't really been in that huddle and understanding that maybe there's two plays that have come in already, and if they say to you, "Hey, if we don't get it here, here's what we're going to do," that's you got to know situational football. We know what the clock is. We know what our our, our uh, score is. You might not get it, and if you don't get it. Throw it away and use this play on the next one. Never communicated to him, mm -hmm. so he can't turn to him and go, you know. Yeah, I got it, you. It's, it's all communication. It's already been. He yes. knows it's already been done. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. No, the, the communication thing is. is I, I would want to talk to BG. I would want to talk to Gutekunst. I, I would. I just wish I could ask him like that question. Like, look, what? Ha like, are you just that bad at, at managing personalities? And because that is a big part of being a leader for a franchise. Yeah. And that is something that he's been accused of. And I just like, like instead of giving me the, the corporate speak of, well, he's a great quarterback, so of course we're not trading him. Then give me that. Like, how about instead, but knowing also, your fan base, just look at your fan base and say, you know what, I, also, I need to be better. Alan, I didn't handle it well. Also, it's not even that he didn't handle it well. If you don't understand the personality of the individual, you don't know how to deal with that individual. Right. You bet at managing personality. You bet at managing Well, that means you're not a good leader. And a GM is a leader, whether you like yeah, it or not. Yeah, you yeah, are that, in no, some that, form that a may, leader. And that may be the truth, 100%. I just know coaches that I've been around, the ones that I enjoyed being around, great communicators. Yes. They understood Keyshawn is different than him. Yes. Everybody's treated. I can't talk to Keyshawn that way like I could talk to him. Right. I could talk to Keyshawn this way, but I can't talk to him that way. Mm -hmm. and, and so – those are all the great coaches that I've been around, the general managers that I've been around. Rich McKay was one of my favorite general managers, along with Dick Haley and Shaq Harris, because they could communicate with me differently. Shaq Harris could pull me in to the room and say, hey, you know, with his voice, you need to relax. We're going to make sure it's right. And then I can believe that because he's communicating mm -hmm. with me, opposed to somebody just not saying anything. Yeah, right. Not exactly. saying nothing. So how do I even know what you're thinking? Yeah. How do you know what I'm thinking? That's the, that, that is the biggest thing when it comes to leadership. There's no doubt about it. And that's the issue in Green Bay. Let's go to Robert in South Carolina. Robert? I love the show. Uh, so I wanted to tie in a couple segments that you guys were talking about earlier when you listed the quarterbacks that won the Super Bowls. Two names stood out. It was uh, Dilfer and Brad Johnson. Yes. In my opinion, those guys were serviceable quarterbacks. So if I had $20 right now to bet on anything, give me $20 Washington football team, best defense in the National Football League, and they finally got a serviceable quarterback in Ryan Fitzpatrick. He has the weapons in Logan Thomas, Antonio Gibson, and Scary Terry. $20 Washington football team, 50-1. to 1. 
on the Super Bowl. There you go, yeah, Robert. The problem with wow. him, though, they need more than him. Yeah, he ain't he ain't serviceable. He just a he hold he basically a clipboard holder. But that is that's some passion. Twenty dollars, fifty to one on Washington to win it all. Yeah, I can't mess with. I don't think so. Hey, are the bad boys of the NBA currently residing in Brooklyn? We'll discuss next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio.